very familiar passage of scripture to each of you, I'm sure. The Lord has showed us a thought here, and I want to mention just a few things, and we'll be done. But I want to mind the Lord. I want to do what the Lord has given us to do. Genesis chapter number 4, and I want to begin reading in verse number 1. Genesis chapter 4 and verse number 1. It says this, And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain, and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? Now there's a series of questions here that the Lord asks. And when the Lord asks questions, He's not looking for answers. But I believe He's trying to get somebody's attention and trying to let us realize and see where we're at in this thing. So He said, And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass when, when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is thy brother? Where is thy brother? And he said, I know not, am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth out unto me from the ground. You may be seated. Our Father, God in heaven, as we bow in your name tonight and in your presence, Father, we're certainly honored. God, we're certainly thankful to be able to stand on holy ground tonight. And Father, we're thankful for your spirit that we felt so real and so true in this place already. Father, we're thankful for the choir. We're thankful for the singing. We're thankful, Lord, for the wonderful and beautiful testimonies that we've heard here tonight. God, I pray, Lord, Lord, that You'd help us. God, that You'd help us to preach. Lord, that You'd teach us and show us just what You want us to say and how You want us to say it tonight. And God, that it'd be said with Your Spirit. And God, that it'd be said in love. And Father, I just pray, Lord, that You'd receive all glory, all honor, and all praise. And Lord, if there's one here under the sound of our voice, God, I pray, Lord, that You'd meet with them tonight. Lord, if they have a burden, if they have a need, God, I pray, Lord, that the needs would be met here this evening. Father, we love You. We give You glory and honor and praise. And it's in Your holy name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, I want you to notice I read those ten verses of Scripture to get down to that last verse there that we read. Verse number 10. And there's a word, a, a few words there that was, was pinned down. And it said this in verse 10 again. It says, And He said... What hast thou done? Now notice this. It says, The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. The voice of blood. And I want to preach just for the next few moments on the voice of blood. Now I understand, and maybe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I understand there are eight different types of blood 
that can pass through the veins of a human, indi- a human individual. I understand that there is O positive and O negative. And I just learned this just the other day. Don't even know what blood type I have or, or whatever, but, but I understand that there is O positive, there's O negative, there's A positive, there's A negative, there's B positive and B negative, and then there's AB positive and AB negative. So you've got one of those eight. Now I understand that 40%, uh, close to 40% of the, uh, of the uh, of Americans uh, have O positive blood. Uh, a vast majority, if you will, of, of Americans have O positive blood. And I understand that there's only 1% of Americans that have the AB positive or the AB negative. So you're in a small group if that's your blood type tonight. But, but you know, I, I don't, I don't want to uh, ponder on those things and on, on the, uh, the various types of blood, but I want you to notice this. I want you to notice the voice. Of blood, if you will. You'll see that in Genesis chapter number 4, you'll find that this is the first time in the Bible you'll find that someone cries. Notice that. You'll find that in Genesis chapter number 4, you'll find verse number 10, you'll find that this, this is the first time you'll find in the Bible one crying. And it's simply this. The blood is crying out. Notice this. In verse number 10, it says, The voice. It said this, the voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me. And I want to preach tonight on the voice of blood. The voice of blood. And I want you to think about that with me. I'll not be long. I've got a, a couple, two or three points and, and we'll be done and, and we'll get home. Lord willing. But I thought about this. I thought about in 1973. And I thought about uh, the, the voice of blood. Now you, you hang on with me here just for a moment. The voice of blood. I thought on January the 22nd, 1973, when Roe v. Wade was passed and, and it became legal to abort unborn babies. And you think about you think about the voice of blood. Could you stop with me just now? I understand this. I understand however long that's been. I know I was born in I guess that's been about forty eight or forty close to forty nine years ago, I guess. I was born in seventy seven. I'll be forty four here in just just about a month and a half from now. So about I guess forty eight, forty nine years, however long that's been. I understand that there has been somewhere close to sixty two million babies that has been aborted since then. The voice of blood. Now you think about that. I'm telling you, uh, we're on a downhill skid. If we don't... Now I, I, I appreciate what they're trying to do down there in Texas. And I hope that it goes through. I hope they overturn this Roe versus Wade. Because let me say this tonight. It has always been murder. And it still is murder in the eyes of God. That, that baby is a living soul tonight. And my goodness, they deserve a chance to live just the same as you do and just the same as I do. And I think as a Christian individual, we ought to be the voice that cries out. If they don't have a voice of their own, maybe you and I ought to be their voices tonight. The voice of blood. You think about it. My goodness, it hurts to think. And here, here we, we want to say, well, why don't God bless America anymore? My goodness, you know what we ought to do? America ought to bless God every now and then. My goodness, we've got turned upside down on this thing. We've got, we've got it all wrong. The voice 
of blood. It's a sad day when to think that the 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 scariest place or the worst place for an unborn baby to be is to be in the mother's womb. We've gotten ourselves into a mess tonight. My goodness, you think about it. The voice of blood. And I understand, you know, close to 62 million babies has, has been aborted in that period of time. And I believe this. I believe that judgment is coming. I believe judgment is coming. I couldn't imagine... I couldn't imagine standing in, in, in front of God and knowing that I, you think about that. And, and I simply think this because of, uh, you think about this tonight, I believe it's simply because of, in the name of, of, of women's rights, if you will. But you know what, in here, here they're trying to push this, uh, this vaccine on everybody and it's not a right. It's, it, you're going to have to, they're mandating it. You think about that and how I believe we got things wrong. I don't care if you take it or not, it's up to you. But I don't think it should be forced. That's just my opinion. I'll throw that out there and you take it for whatever it's worth to you. But you think about... Uh, now, because of women's rights, you think about the millions of babies and because of the hungry money doctors that took the lives of those unborn babies. The voice of blood. My goodness, you think I couldn't imagine being one of those doctors standing there in the presence of God and the blood of however many hundreds if not thousands of babies that they had aborted dripping off of their fingers. You think about that tonight. I do not want to be in their shoes. The voice of blood. You know, I thought about this in, in Proverbs chapter number 6. The Bible says, it, it says this, it says that, that there's, there's six things that God says that He hates. And you know, one of those things is simply this, the shedding of innocent blood. And it was an abomination back then, and it's an abomination yet today. You think about that. And my goodness, we... And you know, I understand this. I understand that today, even that they're, uh, they're talking about, and they're talking about even after the fact that the baby is born, the umbilical cord has been cut, it's sitting there, laying there, breathing on its own. Then the doctor and the mother has a, a, a conversation and then she decides whether or not she wants to keep that baby. My goodness, you think of where we've gotten ourselves to. My goodness, we're messed up. And we've, just, we've got it all wrong tonight. I promise you that. We've got it all wrong. The voice of blood. You know, I'll say this. I believe that, I believe that heaven is full of those unborn babies right this very moment. I believe it. I believe, my goodness, you think, I believe Jesus has got a lap big the, uh, the size of the state of West Virginia, and I believe He just pulls them right up. And He loves on those little unborn babies. The voice of blood. Now, you think about this. I thought, you know, that they'll, that they'll, they'll cry and scream and throw a fit. These... These people will because you get in a creek somewhere and you harm a little old men are about that long. A crawl, uh, some kind of a, a clam or a shell or something that's, that's in the creek. Don't go out there and harm those things or the, or the bats that's in the... How many of you like bats? Becca. <laughs> right? Y'all like bats? My goodness, I'm praying for you all. But you think about how... How that they'll they'll protect those things. They'll to protect the woodpeckers. They'll protect all these things. And my goodness, and here they're killing our children. They're killing the babies. 
and aborting the babies. The voice of blood. The voice of blood. Now, I want you to notice this. The freedoms that you and I have yet today and enjoy every day that you and I live did not come free. There was a sacrifice that was paid. There was a sacrifice that was made. There was bloodshed for you and for me. You think about it, the voice of blood. And I, I, I appreciate the fact that I am an American. I am still proud and still honored to stand and salute the American flag and give allegiance to the flag of America. And I still stand at the plane of the national anthem. I look back here and I see this flag. And I appreciate what that flag stands for, the freedoms that you and I have. But you know why we have the freedoms that we have? Because of men and women, brave men and women, that has fought on foreign soil so that we can have the freedoms that you and I have here today. Do you think about it? Those men and women that went across seas somewhere and spilled their blood out so that you and I can gather the way that we're gathered here tonight. The voice of blood. We ought to be the voice of them. Let me just let me say this. If you're here tonight and you're you have been a part of the military in some way or are considering that, would you stand with me tonight, please? I talked to a couple young ladies just this morning and they committed or are going just, just in the near future. Thank you. Appreciate all that you mean and all that you are for. I appreciate Justin Goins tonight. And that young man, my goodness, he needs our prayers. His family needs our prayers. I pray every day. Try to pray multiple times a day for that family and, and for that young man. A man that was raised right here in this church the last few years has decided to go into the military. Now he's somewhere in Missouri, I believe, some uh, military base in Missouri. But we ought to call out his name. But you know what? I've got the utmost respect for any young man. Any young lady that will go out and decide to be a part of the United States military. I appreciate that because I stand where I stand today because of men and women just like that. And that has made the ultimate sacrifice and paid the ultimate sacrifice so that you and I can have the freedoms that we have here today. And you know, we don't have we don't have a a, a Muslim flag in here. We don't have any, but we've got the United States of America's flag right here among us. And I appreciate that tonight. And you know, heroes aren't in Hollywood. Heroes aren't on YouTube. Heroes aren't on the ball fields. But it's those men and women that's dressed in camouflage tonight, that's in a foxhole somewhere, that's fighting for you and for me. And I appreciate that tonight. The voice, the voice of love. I want you to notice this. I'll be down here in just a moment. Last thing I want you to notice is simply this. There's a blood that is altogether different. And remember, the voice of blood. A blood that will speak. A blood that God said there in His Word. He, in verse number, number 10, He said, 
the voice of thy brother's blood. Could you imagine if that was the first individual that was ever that had ever shed blood? And I believe he was. I believe Abel was the first one that ever shed his blood on earth. I understand that his blood went into the earth, went into the ground. That's what God's Word says. It says that, look what it said there in verse number 10. It says, The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from where? The ground. Now you think about this. You think about the billions of gallons of blood that has been spilled across this, this land. Gone to the ground. Could you imagine the voices that only God can hear? The voice of blood. But I thought about another blood. A special blood. I thought about the blood of the Lord Jesus tonight. I thought about a blood that cleanses all sin. It's a blood that, I liken it unto the fuller soap. You know, when, when the fuller would go out and, and he would take the garment, he would take the soap, that, 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 that soap would, would actually get down underneath the stain. It would get between the stain and the fabric and it would lift and remove the stain from the fabric and the stain would no longer be there. You think about that tonight. My goodness, when God shed His blood for me, when Christ shed His blood for me, it was a blood that got deeper than the stains of my sins. It got, it got down and, and it lifted the sin. You think about that tonight. It removed the sin stain that I had in my life. It cleansed me from all my sin. And I thought about this. It is a amending blood. Did you ever think about that? You know what that word amend, amended means? Now at times, at times we'll have at, at work, uh, the engineers will bring out these drawings and they'll, they'll, they'll bring out the, what they call preliminary drawings. And they may not be just right. They may have blemishes. They may they never get them right. I don't care how many times. Never get them right. But some things they never get right. But they they're always amending or they're trying to improve upon what they've got. So at times we'll have what they call amendments to the drawings, and they'll give us another drawing. Sometimes too late after the fact. We've then got something built, but that's beside the point. But here, the, it, what amendment means? I, I wrote this down. It simply means this. It means uh, to amend means to change or make better, to improve, to make right. Now you think about the amending power of the blood of the Lord Jesus and how it made me. It made all my wrongs right. Praise the Lord. It, it made a change. It made a difference in my life. It cleansed me up. It made me spotless. It made me as, as if I can stand in the very presence of a sovereign God of heaven as though I've never sinned before in my life. Why? Not because of anything that I've done. Not because of what the preacher's done. Not because of what mommy and daddy's done. But because of the blood of the Lord Jesus. I can stand as though I've never sinned before. Because of the precious blood of Jesus. You think about, about that amending blood, and you know it's a blood that it's a blood that brings sinners and draws sinners back to God. My goodness, you think it's all together different. It, it's a special blood. It's it's something it, it, it's a blood that that'll go 
farther than your sins. Deeper than your sins. And I thought about this, you know, I thought about how how that blood and the, and, and the amending power of it and how, how it, it amends and, and changes and, and makes different. It, now, let me ask you this. How many of you, when, when you got saved, you knew instantly there was a change come over you? And it didn't take long that others could look and see the lifestyle that you had been living. And, and now they're taking notice of the lifestyle you're living after the fact and, and know that there's an there's a, a amendment there. There was a change that was made. You've been made better. You've been made right because of the blood of Jesus. And you know, I thought in, in Romans chapter number 5, I believe it talks about the saving. It's a saving blood. And also in Revelations chapter number 1, it talks about a cleansing blood that washes all sins away. In Revelations chapter number 5, it talks about a redeeming blood. A blood that will bring you and me back to God. In Peter, 1 Peter chapter number 1, I believe it is, it talks about a precious blood. There's something special about this blood. The voice of blood. You think about it. When Christ died on the cross, I believe He spilled out every drop of blood. I believe it hit the ground. I, you think about that. I believe it ran down off of His face and hit the ground. But you know what? There's something different about it. And it's simply this. I thought that when it, you think about those, those almost 62 million babies, and you think about all the, the men and women that sacrificed and shed their blood so that you and I can have the freedoms that we have here tonight. You know, their blood went to the ground. And some way or some, some form, some fashion, that blood is still there. It's still in the earth. But I want you to know this tonight, that I believe when Jesus died, shed every drop of blood that He had, the Bible tells us that they took his lifeless body and laid him in a borrowed tomb. They rolled that stone across in front of that hole in the ground. But you know on that third day morning, when Jesus got up out of the grave, never to go down ever again, you know, I believe that He took His very own blood, and I believe He went through the galaxies of the sky. I believe He went past the, the, the first heaven and the second heaven into the third heaven. And I believe that He presented His very blood unto the Father and took His very blood in behind the mercy and, and placed His blood on the mercy seat of God. You think about that. Making atonement for you and for me. I believe it pleased God. I believe it satisfied. You know, the blood of Christ satisfied the Father. You know, back in the days... In the old days when they would bring in the lambs and they would bring in the turtle doves and the pigeons and the, the bullocks and all those sacrifices that they, that they would make, it, 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 just, it just rolled that sin over. It just moved it ahead and, and rolled it over for another year. It did not satisfy. It postponed. But I want you to know that the blood of Christ satisfied. It satisfied God. My goodness, we, we can come boldly now. It's whosoever will. It's not just an elect few, but it's for you tonight. It's for me tonight. And whosoever will can come boldly and receive salvation through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I thought tonight, there is still power in the blood. The blood has never lost its power. The same blood 
that Jesus poured out on Calvary's tree that day, it's the same blood that will save your soul this very moment. You think about it. All you've got to do is call upon Him, cry out to Him, and know that Jesus will save you from your sin. Would you stand with me tonight? I wonder tonight, how many of you can testify of the changing power through the blood of the Lord Jesus. You think about, you think about, you look back on your life. Now I'm, I'm not trying to throw up nobody's past. We've all got a past. But you think back, things that we've done, things that we've committed, we're guilty. But then somewhere along the line, we met the Master and allowed Him to do the changes in our life. Bring it to Him. Present it to Him. And ask for help and ask for forgiveness. And just watch what He does. It's nothing that I can do. It's nothing that you can do. But I've just got to bring it to Him and step back and watch Him work. And know that He's going to take care of all my problems.